1: you said that with such like sweetness in your voice tenderness and love in my voice because i feel like it's been so long since it's just
0: been the two of us hanging out on a weeknight nonetheless
1: i mean because we never talk to each other at all except for when we're doing this podcast that's right
0: We have a very professional relationship, like this is it, just like for an hour every week. Um, It's very normal, and it's not a codependent relationship at all.
1: No, mom, if you're listening to this, Audrey and I are just friends.
0: (laughs) I do want to clarify, we are not dating.
1: No, I would never date someone shorter than me.
0: A girl can dream.
1: So thank you
0: if you listened to last week's podcast with Sarah Sivian. That was fun, wasn't it?
1: It was so much fun. I can't believe she we, we like tricked her into doing that, and we did not kidnap her or lock her up anywhere until she did the podcast. She did it no. of her own free will.
0: She did it of her own free will, and she even like lied and said she liked doing it, which was really nice of her to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, because there's no way she actually liked doing it.
0: <laughs> no,
1: no. Way. Have you seen us? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, what I was going to say is if you are have migrated over to, our, to listen to our content because of Sarah, I am so sorry.
1: It took us about, let's say, 15 episodes or so to hit our stride.
0: <laughs> yeah. So don't feel like you have to go back and listen to any old episodes. I mean, if you do, maybe start in like February. But if you're new, hi, I'm Audrey. Hi, I'm Christina. And um, this is our show. This is Puck Bunnies. This is where we tangentially talk about hockey, um, but mostly talk about uh, our various, like, Struggles with mental health, and uh, <laughs> that's how what we finish this podcast.
1: My cat sometimes is in the frame, and uh, we just talk about uh, our our relationships with our moms. Sometimes that's all yeah. that's really exciting. I'm trying to think of ones that you should listen to if you if you're new to this one. We did one I don't remember the episode number, but we did one with uh, Namita that was really good about yeah. hockey stats.
0: Basically, any of the ones where it's not just me and Christina are pretty good. Yeah, I would say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Puck Bunny's raw, which is, which is Christina <laughs> and Audrey, is a little bit of an acquired taste. But here we are. We're back. We're back to the, our original format. How are you, Audrey? How are you doing? Your hair's wet. My hair is wet. Did I you did. wash it, or did you just get it wet?
0: Yeah, I just dunked it under the sink for fun. <laughs> uh, no, I did shower before this. Wow, clean for me. How's your week been going?
1: Good. It's Monday. I know. It feels like it's been like eight days and one day. Uh, my roommate moved into my house and so we have a grand total of like five animals living here now which is like we bought a zoo levels of animal that's awesome uh so it's great we painted my entire body is sore okay so we were painting and like i i went into this fugue state where like i didn't Uh even we were painting for like 12 hours it felt like it felt like four hours
0: yeah, you just kind of get into the stride, and you don't realize that time has passed. And
1: so now I, I realize that my true calling in life is to be a painter.
0: Yeah, I used to... So, okay, this is going to sound really nerdy, because it is.
1: Let's get some Audrey lore going in the, <laughs> in the
0: pod. Uh, all through middle school and high school, I used to... I frequently used to skip class.
1: What? And I didn't used to skip class to like
0: do cool things, like go, um, I don't know, like smoke under the bleachers with my friends. I used to skip
1: class and go paint sets. Oh my God, you fucking virgin. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You were the kid who'd be like, um, can I leave and go to the drama room? Yeah, like um, Mr. Cassidy said I could skip class because like we really need to get this done. So were you a tech bitch or were you like on stage?
0: Oh, the worst part is that I was both.
1: Oh my, wow, a, a two-way defense
0: woman. Mm, thanks, wow, great. We we can talk about hockey now if you
1: want. No, I want to hear about your week. How are you? How's, how's the, the state of the US politics? This is a great question.
0: <laughs> Pretty bad, I would say. Okay, moving on. Just in case anyone um, is unaware, I do work in political media. And as we are heading now into the 2020 primary season, if anybody has like um, drugs they would like to ship to me, like any, I'll take anything on the scale of like CBD oil to crack cocaine. Um, if you are looking to offload some of
1: that for free, I will take it. As is the show's lawyer, um I'm gonna issue a little disclaimer here. Audrey is just kidding. You absolutely should not mail her any kind of scheduled drug. Maybe mail her some aspirin if you really want to like get frisky with it.
0: Baby Tylenol. all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your tiny hands
0: okay don't don't mail my drugs. Just DM me. It's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, some big hockey news from over the weekend. Some sad hockey news. Yeah, some really shitty news is that the uh, Canadian Women's Hockey League is folding. They are going to cease all operations on May 1st. Um, And this has kind of come out of the blue. Mm -hmm. They had like a pretty successful all things considered season this past year. And apparently people are talking about their business model as just being unsustainable. And that is why they are shutting down.
1: So this league started in 2007. There were six Canadian women's hockey teams. And this is different from the Women's National Hockey League, which is just America. So like Canada had one and then the United States has one. So they are... I, I wasn't sure. Are they going to finish out the season?
0: I think their season is done. I think they just finished last week because the big deal was that... So their their championship or like Stanley Cup equivalent is the Clarkson Cup. Mm-hmm. And that... I think that was last week or the week before. And it was a big deal because they had actually worked out a deal with NHL Network, like at the last minute, to show it on like the United States oh, cool. television, which I don't think had ever been done before, but there was like a demand for it. And a lot of that has come from like, well, first of all, that they've had the most successful season you know, in their history in terms of filling seats and getting people involved. But also, you know, the U.S. women's uh, hockey team winning the gold medal at the Olympics last year. You know, the Canadians women's hockey team has been amazing. They'd won gold medals years and years in a row. And the All-Star game a couple of months ago, Kendall Coyne, Schofield, and all of the women who were demonstrating skills and, you know, Kendall was the first woman to compete. That really was driving a lot of interest, and that's why NHL Network, I think, worked out that deal at the last minute. So yeah, their season ended a couple weeks ago.
1: So their issue—I mean, the reason they're closing down the league is because it wasn't financially viable, which I have like several bones to pick with that. Mm-hmm. So the way that I sort of understand how women's leagues work is most mostly through, um, like, I, I watch a lot of NBA and I watch, mm-hmm. and I, I lived in Minneapolis for four years, and so the Minneapolis WNBA team is like huge there. The links are like awesome. Mm-hmm. They often get like comparable <laughs> to Timberwolves attendance because the Timberwolves are so bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they should literally make one team out of them. Exactly, they should let the Lynx try out for the Timberwolves.
1: They would probably beat out like Andrew yeah. Wiggins for shot selection alone. <laughs> but anyway, this is not a basketball podcast. So the way the WNBA works is that is it it's essentially operated like a loss leader. Um, so they use it as outreach to get more people into the sport. And it has been extremely effective in that sense of just, like, reaching out to, like, women fans and and, and younger fans and, you know, girls who used to play in high school and stuff like that. So, like, that's sort of... It just sucks because, yeah, like, from the perspective of saying that there is no market for it and that it can't be profitable, yeah, that's probably true, like, right now. But I do think that there is a huge developmental perspective for, like, these men's leagues to consider whenever they're funding these women's leagues, if that makes sense. And so I think think what's been sort of fielded Mm -hmm. as the solution to this is the WNHL absorbing these six teams into the WNHL, which I think is a great idea.
0: I think it's good. Um, I think that it's not realistic to think that they're going to incorporate all six teams. No, I think they're going to take like three. So I think today somebody told The Athletic that they're definitely looking at adding one or two Canadian teams. Oh, that
1: sucks.
0: And they said the top options are like Montreal or like one of the Toronto area teams.
1: Didn't the Calgary team just win?
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing. The Calgary Inferno just won the championship, the Clarkson Cup, and they said that it will not be viable unless a major donor steps in to help with costs. That's how underfunded these teams are.
1: Yeah, because it's sort of interesting to see like what the Canadian women's teams are called, like the Calgary Inferno. Like that's pretty, that's pretty cute. That's and then hot. I, the Montreal team is like the less Canadians, so, which I think is like kind of cute. But like I get that people, all the, the women's hockey teams in the US are like their own thing, like the Minnesota Whitecaps and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I kind of like the femme version of the, of the men's better. teams. It's better. It's They're cute. They're better names.
0: Yeah. So there's apparently been like rumors for a while that they've been kind of low on funding. But I think what sucks most about this is how sudden this news was. Um, I think they probably did a media call with like their players association and stuff on Sunday morning or whatever this was announced. And that was like the first that anybody had heard of it. And so, like, now all these, all these women are out of, they don't know what they're going to do. And also, like, all the women and people who had been working for these teams, mm-hmm. suddenly your job is going to be gone May 1st.
1: Yeah. I mean, the state of women's hockey is just, like, it's so disappointing because with the way that hockey is going in men's sports, it's becoming more of a skills based and speed based league. Yeah. And that's what, like, women's hockey is a skill and speed. That's what it's
0: always been, yeah.
1: Right. And so it's fun to watch and, like, you have these women who have been training their whole lives Mm -hmm. just as hard as the boys and, like, the most that they can get out of it is, like, maybe an education and then, like,
0: an Olympic medal. Yeah. And going to the Olympics.
1: And going to the Olympics and then like making like $25,000 a year as a professional hockey player. Like-
0: if that the Canadian league only started paying their players like two years ago.
1: Oh tight we love it.
0: And they were making are you ready can you guess the salary range?
1: I'm gonna guess like 15 grand. Not not that much lower. lower go lower. Like five. Go lower. No Audrey.
0: The low end is $2,000 a year. What the To $10,000 a year.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. And these are literally... Professional athletes!
0: Gold medalist athletes.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: It's so fucked up.
1: I'm, I feel like probably, like, OHL players make more than that. <laughs> I mean,
0: probably. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is that, like, you're already starting... The playing field is not level. No. Like, from the start. And you're asking them to work with these impossible conditions. You mm-hmm. know? Like, you're not getting paid. You're getting paid... Literally nothing. So you're working another job on top of that. I think like one of their, like their players associate, I read this interview with her today um, on the Ice Garden, which is a great site that does women's hockey coverage. She's like one of the reps for the Players Association. So she plays in the league. She's a Players Association rep. And her part-time job, she's training to be a firefighter.
1: Wow, I want this woman to row me and also marry me. (laughs) I bet she is so built. But, like, imagine you're a professional athlete and you're working full time in another job. I can barely hold a a job where I sit on my ass all day. Yeah. like, I can't imagine doing, like, three extremely physical, laborious jobs for, like, no money. It sucks. It sucks. And, like... Uh, the problem is, though, is like it's a pretty compelling argument. Like it's not going to make any money. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how you I don't know how you like come up against that other other than following somewhat of an NBA model where you like you just accept that it's going to be a lost leader, which I think is probably what's going to happen where they absorb one
0: or two. I games. would hope so. It's not like the NHL doesn't have the money is the thing. No. And I think in the past, the issue has been Gary Bettman, who, the commissioner, has said that he doesn't want to seem like he's swooping in and making this his thing you know like he doesn't want to take ownership over something that has had has been run by women's players for women's players for so long
1: right but like
0: if you're gonna do it now is the time to do it
1: right because there's like no one else who's gonna step in and i don't
0: think it would be that hard to do it right all you have to do is listen You know?
1: Yeah. You would just have to just give them money. Give your money to women. Yeah. Like just give them a blank. Venmo and my, bio. Let's go. Yeah. Let's let's get some Canadian women's hockey out there. I'm sure that you could. I'm sure if you just give them like ten thousand dollars, they could do, like run the whole season on that.
0: And it's hard. Just like I don't want it to sound like we're. Um, I don't want it to sound like we're being sanctimonious about this. Basically, we're not. Because I don't watch women's hockey. Right. That's the that's the thing. Is that we. There's only so much time we have in the day. And also, like, we're not watching Canadian women's hockey because we both live in the United States and it's kind of hard to find those resources to be able to watch Canadian women's hockey. But also, like, the resources should be there, you know? Like, it shouldn't be hard.
1: I'm imagining some, like, streaming site. like. Stream-
0: <laughs> That's what we should do. We should start one of those illegal streaming sites. <laughs> Seriously, if there are any male allies out there, true feminism would be starting <laughs> pirating <laughs> streams of Canadian women's hockey, uh, yeah, and putting those in one place for people. Are you acquainted with Hillary Knight? Oh, I'm acquainted. I just wanted to make sure that you know how like how hot all these women are. She which is, is so really- hot.
1: Is she the one who's married to the?
0: I think she's fully available.
1: Okay. Well I can dream. Because I saw I think it was last summer, like there was this like beautiful photo shoot of like one gold Olympic medal winner, like Canadian marrying. Oh yeah, it was the
0: Canadian marrying the American. Oh my
1: god, it was like yeah. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. He really loves to see it.
0: Beautiful, strong women.
1: Marrying each other. That's all yeah. that's all we really want in this life is to marry a, a strong, beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel so bad for – because, like, it's – It's a blow. The foundation of your life and, and the passion and what you love is just, like, swept out from under you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a quote from the article that I really liked that we can close out this with. This is from an article from the Ice Garden, and the woman who wrote it said – Uh, This shift might end up being for the best. The gap might be filled quickly in time for Canadian teams to be up and running again for the 2019-20 to season, but this is still a somber day for women's hockey in general and every player, coach, and staff member who has ever been a part of the CWHL. In sports, we do everything with the understanding that something is going to come after us. We are a part of something bigger than just ourselves, the game we're currently playing in, or the season we're currently fighting for. We know that we're contributing to a legacy, and that legacy will remain even when we're no longer on the ice or behind the bench or running things behind the scenes. This is at the very heart of why we do what we do. The league folding doesn't take anything away from that legacy but the knowledge that it won't be furthered as we know it. There's an aching that can't be described.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. It sucks.
1: It does suck.
0: I really hope this works out for the best. I hope the NHL can figure their shit out because it is outreach and it is like you know they have that like hashtag grow the game. Hashtag hockey is for everyone. Like put your money where your
1: mouth is. Right now, grow the game means, like, printing out, like, pink jerseys. You yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you got to do more than that.
0: It would be great to see this work out for the best.
1: Hillary Knight, come on the podcast. Gary Bettman, make sure that you get all six teams, not just two. So, uh, we're going to talk about boys playing hockey now, since I guess that's normally what you guys Ugh. Uh So, we are in the, our last week of regular season. Can you believe it, Audrey?
0: i actually cannot
1: where did the time go where I, is it gone i uh just it feels like it was just last week that i was learning that points and goals are different because it was, it was. last week <laughs> because oh! It was.
0: oh we're learning we're we're all learning here
1: catch us up i can give you a list of like who's clinched it so far oh yeah so we got tampa bay lightning obviously probable Stanley Cup winners
0: congrats to them on the president's trophy or whatever the President's Trophy, to me, is like getting the best attendance in elementary school. And
1: we all know that you didn't get that since you were too busy painting sets like a bird. <laughs> I was skipping... Okay, so the one time I skipped oh, school... Oh, okay.
0: Let's go. The one time? The
1: one time I skipped school was to go to Sonic for lunch with my friend. Oh, cool. I know. Very cool.
0: How nervous were you?
1: I was so nervous. <laughs> I My butthole was clenched so tight. <laughs> She had like a yearbook pass to get out and I didn't mm-hmm. and so I I didn't think anyone saw us leave and then I got calls to the principal's office mm-hmm. when I was no. in like fifth period and he was like, I know that you left campus.
0: Oh my god.
1: And I started crying and then he didn't get me any detention because
0: You cried. You cried. cried your way out of it.
1: Okay, back to hockey. Tampa Bay Lightning, have clinched it. Caps, have clinched it. Islanders, have clinched it. Bruins? Yes. Flames, yes. Jets, yes. And then the Preds, yes. I don't think the Sharks have yet.
0: I think they probably will tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, the other one that we're waiting on are the Leafs, which have surprisingly not clinched it yet because they've been so fucking bad lately.
1: They're gonna get it tonight. I don't know who they're playing tonight, but I know they're gonna get no, it. No,
0: they're playing the Islanders again tonight.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Well, maybe they're going not back tonight. To the but the Coliseum, this... where our enemies are. <laughs> and basically, like Dallas has it, like they're gonna get it tonight.
0: The wild card race in the West is still pretty much a mess. I mean, it, it pretty much is in both conferences.
1: I think it's going to be the Yotes. I feel it in my bones. I
0: really need you to knock on wood when you say that. Okay. I'm getting very nervous.
1: They've edged out the Avs, haven't they? Don't they have more points? No. Grades?
0: Oh. The Avs, I think, are in the number one spot right now, Uh-oh. the number one wild card spot.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, after Dallas, who has it? Okay, there. The Coyotes are like far away from the wild, at least. So, like, it's the ads have eighty <laughs> five. Should I go to Phoenix for a playoff game? No, no. Okay. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to Raleigh. you right. Because you know who's definitely That's gonna an make insane it? Idea.
0: That's an insane idea. You're right. You're right. Thank you.
1: The Carolina Hurricanes are definitely gonna make the playoffs. I am speaking it into existence right now.
0: I wish you wouldn't use the word definitely.
1: Okay. Here's the thing. Have you looked at their last three games? We're recording this on Monday, uh, April yeah. Tuesday. They have, like, the easiest schedule out of everybody. I don't think that the Habs are going to be able to do it.
0: Who are they playing? What are their next three games? I mean, they play the Leafs tomorrow.
1: Yeah, they play the Leafs tomorrow. Then they play the Devils. And then they oh. play the Flyers. That's, like, t- t- four points right there. How many points do you get when you win?
0: <laughs> two. You get two points when you win. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so, like, that's, like, four points right there because there's no fucking way they're going to drop two games to, like, the Flyers and the Devils.
0: Ugh, okay. I'm trying not to be nervous, but the bane of my existence right now is Columbus, and I need them to start losing.
1: Sorry to our, our Columbus fans.
0: But also, fuck you, Dora Columbus fans.
1: Yeah, fuck you for trying to ruin the Hurricanes.
0: You're trying to ruin our spring vacation.
1: I know. We need this. I need this. Okay, <laughs> so the BJs are playing the Bruins, the Rangers, and the Senators. So that's about the same schedule, I'd say, as the Hurricanes. So that's, that's what we're looking at.
0: We're going to talk about playoffs a lot this episode because we got a lot of good playoff-related questions.
1: We got so many great calls. Thank you so much for everyone who, who called us. That's very nice of you.
0: Should we take some?
1: Hey, guys. Uh, this is Connor. I'm calling just to check in, see how my friends are doing. and also see if Christina wants to hang out. That's all. Bye. Connor, no. I know I know that it was really hard for you to accept that I moved out of our apartment, but it's not because I don't love you. It's because there's too many boys there and I needed some space.
0: Connor, I will come hang
1: out with you. Stop. <laughs> I'll come hang out. Let's watch a movie. Oh my Veronica, God, Veronica, you have <laughs> no idea. You have no I drew. I close my eyes and I dream Hi, folks, of Raleigh, North
0: Carolina. And have you, Christina? Have you, you had Bojangles or Cookout I have, have had Bojangles for when
1: I did my and big law school trip Bojangles to and Wake Forest and University. University. Oh, I toured to there for the undergrad. Oh my God, I got waitlisted. I don't want to talk
0: about it. And so you Bojangles you had Bojangles, had but you haven't had Cookout.
1: Became, no, really I don't even know what Cookout is. Things. Okay, uh, so
0: a Cookout is a chain of restaurants that is uh, like Southern Virginia, North Carolina, and I think South Carolina. Basically, what you do is the traditional Cookout setup is it's just this kind of little tiny, like the size of my room, little brick building in the middle of like a field, you know? And you go up and you order and all the seating's outside.
1: So it's like Sonic.
0: The menu is insane. There's okay. everything that you could possibly order that is bad for you. It, it is all incredibly cheap, um, and you get like sixteen sides with everything. And they have incredible milkshakes.
1: Audrey, would you would you drink dairy? If
0: absolutely, because there's the thing is the the worst thing about Northern Virginia slash DC is that there's no cookout around here because it's truly a thing of beauty. You get a tray and then, like, you choose, like, a main thing and then you choose a bunch of sides and, like, a beverage.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. So the, f- <laughs> the first thing that jumps out to me is that on on one row, mm-hmm. there are corn dog, mm-hmm. chicken nuggets, yes. quesadilla. Yeah. What more could you ask bacon for? Bacon wrap. Like, why are those things on the menu together? You can get
0: barbecue. You can get burgers. You can get hush puppies. You can get literally anything that your little mind could dream of.
1: Here is my promise to you. If if the Hurricanes make the playoffs and we go to Raleigh, Audrey and I will order one thing, one of everything, off this menu. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> we will also take Sarah because she told me she hasn't been to cookout yet.
1: What? She lives in Raleigh.
0: It's a crime. It's a crime. I
1: know. Bojangles
0: is also good. I do like biscuits.
1: I like those dry-ass biscuits from Popeyes that make your like salivary glands just shrivel. Like, <laughs> oh, you give me those hard discs. Can I read the text? Yes, please. Uh, love the pod. Maybe a little late asking this question, but what happened to the Sabres? They were doing really well at the beginning of their season, and then oof. Oof is right, person who did not leave their name. Don't we all want to know what happened to the Sabres? I mean, in the middle of the season, Audrey and I were like, pretty hyped up on the Buffalo Sabres.
0: They won 10 games in a row, like November into December.
1: Which is insane.
0: And everybody was like, the Sabres, are they good? And the answer is, when you are 31st in the league the year before, you are not suddenly good the next year. No. It fooled us. It fooled us. We were all fooled by that 10-game winning streak.
1: Okay, but didn't like Jack Eichel get hurt or something?
0: He was out for, I think, a couple weeks. But that's the problem with the Sabres, is that <laughs> they have no secondary scoring. You cannot build a playoff run around Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner, and Sam Reinhart. Like, you can't take three people and be like, well, this is our team. Just put these three dudes on the ice and see what happens.
1: I would like to CC the Colorado Avalanche into that.
0: Exactly. Uh, They've kind of, surprisingly, the the Avs have kind of cleaned up their act finally. They are also an example of this exact model and actually what the Sabres tried to base their play on this year because the Avs were so bad and then made the playoffs (laughs) last year. But they had the same issue. They had goaltending issues and secondary scoring issues. And they've kind of cleaned that up this season, as you can see. They're edging their way into a wildcard spot again. But the Sabres just aren't doing that.
1: Ironically, they uh, they traded their uh, goalie to the New York Islanders, uh, Robin Leonard, and he's tearing it up.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, you love to see that. Yeah, I mean, so basically what's what's happening with the, with the Sabres now is they are like... In to- I mean, they're already focused on what's going to happen next season. They've said they want to make some big acquisitions over the summer. And I believe it. And, I, you know, like, if I'm a young player who's looking to make a splash, like, I would want to go play for them. Because they yeah. do have some of the pieces there. And Jack Eichel is, like, one of the best in his generation. I-, I want them to do well because I really like them. And, like, Buffalo is, like, a historic. Here's my shame that you already know about. Oh my god! Oh no! You, are you going to tell the whole world this? I don't know. I don't know if the world yeah. is ready. No. Okay. Okay. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it just
0: I've been. It. I'm already telling people a lot of embarrassing information about myself this week, so I might as well just continue. Ugh. Um. I'm really into Jack Eichel. Oh
1: my god! Like,
0: I am. I'm sorry.
1: Like Audrey, he's not. There's like nothing appealing about him. Like, I need you to like break this down. Is it because he's an asshole? Yeah. Okay. Like just that. He's like That's such an much asshole. It. Uh,
0: He's a Scorpio, which is also why I became friends with you.
1: Aww. And... You love a power chop.
0: Yeah, he's a dick.
1: Yeah, like, he's an asshole to his teammates, and, like, because he's just so good and so fast. I love him. I would really like... And, like, they do have to figure out how they're going to re-sign Jeff Skinner again.
0: That's going to be tough. I hope that he has fallen in love with at least his teammates enough to be like, this is worth staying. Because... You know, in the next year or so, he's suddenly going to be one of the older guys on the team. He's going to be in that mentoring role that, like, Jack Eichel has already been thrust into. And he's, like, I don't know, 23, 24.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing about the Sabres is that they're insanely young.
0: Yes. They're a bunch of, like, little blonde children. Little preschool class in the snow.
1: They're calling up their prospects. They have a really great uh, goaltending prospect whose name I cannot remember, who they just called up. He used to play in Finland, and now he's like playing over here. Wow, I know a lot more about the Sabres than I thought I did.
0: They really sneak up on you. (laughs) The other real issue that they've had, which has kind of been surprising to me, but also I think is a good indication of what we always talk about in terms of like where the league is heading, they've had a repeated problem this season with not matching the physical play of the other team. I think there was a game in December, like, so right after they were coming up that win streak where they lost really badly to the Panthers, and Keith Yandel landed this huge hit on Jeff Skinner, like, took him down, and nobody stood up for him. They need some goons. They need the threat that, like, that's there.
1: That's kind of weird, like, to think that still in, like, this day and age... In twenty nineteen, you still need to have a goon on your team. That's a hockey problem, not like a they need to hire us.
0: They have not been playing as physically as the other as the other team. They just haven't been meeting their level.
1: So it's a bummer. We'll see you next year.
0: Alright, we actually got another text tangentially about the sabers from someone who said i'm a sabers fan i know okay and i was hoping you two could give me some advice about picking a team to root for in the playoffs that will disappoint me as much as my boys already have thanks i'll hang up and listen also i want to die
1: (laughs) okay it's gonna be okay like we've just outlined the sabers have a bright future ahead of them
0: i have a team picked out i want to hear i want to hear what you picked
1: oh you want to hear mine first I think that, like, if you you want to experience just bitter, like, disappointment, I think you should pick the Nashville Predators. Ooh. Because I think they're going to make a pretty far run and then just, like, lose in a heartbreak. Yeah. If you
0: want just, like, crushing. And also, like... They're fun! The Preds are easy because they're fun and they're also good. Yeah. So you can just kind of hop in on the ground floor and um, be fine. Also, Roman Yossi, nice to look at.
1: Also, P.K. Subban, just an angel on Earth.
0: So here's my pick. Uh oh. I'm really excited about this question because the answer to this came to me in like a dream. Okay. (laughs) Your team that you should be rooting for in the playoffs are the St. Louis Blues. Oh. And here's why this is like an inverse of what the Sabres have gone through this year. Yeah. The Blues started off with these insanely high expectations just had the shittiest first half of the year imaginable and crawled out of this hole somehow and have cobbled together like a capable team that is winning games right and left. They have this rookie goalie who has just been insane lights out every night. And it basically is like the story of what the Sabres could have been if everything went right this year.
1: Yeah, let us us recall that the St. Louis Blues were, like, fighting each other on the ice, like, three months ago. An added
0: bonus of this is that you would get to watch Ryan O'Reilly again, who got traded from the Sabres to the Blues uh, (laughs) last year and is now, like, having an amazing career. So just uh, take that into consideration.
1: Also, they have a really cute dog.
0: The dog is cute.
1: He's now no longer a puppy. He's a man. He's a little teenage dog now. <laughs> the dog is what turned the team around. You gotta have a dog. Unless you're the senators, and then you get a dog and you're still really bad. <laughs> just take it in the back and shoot it like old yeller. Okay. <laughs> next question. So, this is the last text that we got in this
0: series of just like semi related things. We got a text that says, Please follow the Blues next season. They deserve it. Let's go, Blues. We'll do our best. We've talked about the Blues a couple of times.
1: Yeah, listen, there's like, what, 30, <laughs> I don't know how many teams are in the NHL. There's
0: 32 teams. There's 31 teams.
1: <laughs> 31 teams in the NHL. Like, we have done a pretty good job, I feel like, of talking about most, if not all of them. No, we haven't talked about the Panthers
0: at all. We have, we tried to talk about the Ducks, failed. We did talk about the Ducks. We tr- have never tried to talk about the Red Wings. Um...
1: We have talked about the Red Wings. We, we talked talk about, about Tyler Bertuzzi.
0: Bertuzzi. Oh, we did. We talked about Tyler Bertuzzi, who, by the way, had like, I think he had like five assists last night or something insane. Red
1: Wings, watch him next year. I'm telling you. I believe you. I think I'm gonna, they're going to turn it on.
0: I want this for Dylan Larkin.
1: They've been losing for Hughes, too. So. But we can't
0: pay attention to the Red Wings. We must follow the Blues next season. Apparently,
1: that's it. We're gonna <laughs> pivot to being a Blues Blues podcast. podcast. We
0: both moved to St. Louis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a pivot! All in. <laughs> We're gonna look, like move into the Arch. Have you ever been in the Arch? By the way, I've never been to St. Louis. I used to live there, and like you could go. I don't think you can go up in the Arch anymore. I would be
0: too scared. That thing like moves in the wind.
1: Oh, it absolutely does. It is the most terrifying thing I've ever so you have to go up in this like tiny little elevator Mm -hmm. that takes like 30 minutes to get up to the top. And then you're just like in the observation room and like you can feel it swaying in the wind. Oh my
0: god, I'm gonna throw up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like seven years old experiencing my first panic attack and I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm not scared of heights. It was just not safe feeling. The
0: Grand Canyon and everything, like I'm fine with, but I've never gone in like the Washington Monument or anything that just really doesn't appeal to me can you go in that yeah you take an elevator all the way up to the like you know the little windows at the top oh i didn't know you could go in there wow learning things about our nation's capital every day hey bunnies
1: uh, first time caller a long time listener this week i found out that um nikita kucherov is only three months older than i am uh so my question is do you have any recommendations for good volcanoes to throw myself into uh thank you very much have a great day bye okay so i have this realization like near daily about how young all these players
0: are this actually really fucked me up because my guess was that kucherov was like 30 i thought he was like twenty, twenty nine, thirty. 29 30 how old is he he's 25
1: shut <laughs> okay like i actually am gonna start googling volcanoes right now because this is deeply terrifying right so he's only
0: like eight months older than me and he is like the number one points getter in the national hockey league (laughs) points getter that's like the really awkward phrasing but that (laughs) sucks he is 122 points like i thought he was older than he is he looks older than he is but i think that's also the beard (laughs)
1: okay <laughs> this is funny you'll, you'll think this is funny okay so I, I looked up nikita and then i typed in kh and uh-huh. it switched from kusharov to khrushchev <laughs> oh, i hate it when that happens yeah okay like yeah, i guess he could look 25 but i don't know like that's the thing is like all these guys they look so old and then all of a sudden i'm like oh that guy, that one's hot and then i'm like oh no he's like 21 years old and i and I, I feel disgusting so i was looking at like the top I thought you were gonna say I was looking at the top volcanoes. I was
0: <laughs> No, I every other day of the week I'm looking at
1: volcanoes. But
0: I was looking at the top scores today, like of the current stats. So Nikita Kutrov, number one, Connor McDavid, number two. He's twenty two years old. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> he is, he's twenty two years old. He looks like he's seen like fifty years. He's
0: seen a lot. He's seen a lot. Number three, unfortunately, Patrick Kane, who is thirty years old. Skip right over that. Skip right over that. Number four, Leon Dreisetto, 23 years old. And number five, Brad Marchand, 30 years old. What's wild to me about this, it's so fucking depressing, is that... So this is the top five point scorers out of the whole league. The Edmonton Oilers have two dudes in this top five. (laughs) And yet... And yet, they're coming in like 29th out of 31 teams. They're so bad.
1: Yeah, you know, that's what happens when you have a goalie who is literally made of Swiss cheese mm-hmm. and nobody else scoring. It's so upsetting. But what you said to me earlier today was that they're like barely out of the wildcard spot. Right. Because the West is is on fire. I was going to say,
0: like, I don't know if that's a good thing. I think that's just a testament to how terrible the West is
1: burn the west
0: anyway burn the west are there any there might be some volcanoes out there that you could jump into oh why we got a text this week from somebody who lives in australia most of the year and they said this season me and the roommates have been watching a ton of games they aren't really familiar with all the rules or teams but they love the sport oh that's great i really that's nice
1: audrey i think you need to do the rest of this text in your best australian accent
0: no, absolutely not. <laughs> thinking about I'm thinking about Nathan Walker, and I like, don't want to like
1: you don't want to do slurs against him,
0: yeah, exactly. I don't want to do slurs against Nathan Walker. anyway, they said I was wondering I was wondering what teams you could recommend a foreign fan to start rooting for. I love the caps, so as long as it's not a metro team or Boston, I won't fight them. And it's often a lot easier to watch West Coast games down here. Any flashy or fun teams you'd recommend to get into,
1: duh. I know one team that just stands out. It's the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't hate that. No, I don't hate that at all. It's a new a new team. Uh they play on the West Coast all the time. A lot of good boys. A lot of good boys. Flashy boys. We got we got short boys. We got tall boys. We got fast boys. We got slow boys. We, we got Nate Schmidt. Elite goal scorer. Ryan Reeves <laughs> I don't know. I think I think like for I mean, honestly, if I hadn't gotten into the caps, I probably would have gotten into Vegas.
0: Their mascot is the lizard, which I feel like is very like fits with the Australian vibe in general in terms of like scary animals
1: they wear pretty colors they have insane pre-game shows they're, they're and they're good
0: yeah do you want to know who I picked
1: yes my
0: instant answer was the Flames
1: okay okay I can see that as well
0: because they're fun they're very scrappy they have fought their way to the top of the Western Conference from not even making the playoffs last year
1: that's incredible I didn't know that
0: There are a bunch of uh, little fighty boys. And um, yeah, they play on the West Coast. They're great. I really hope that they're going to make a good playoff run. Probably not because we can never have nice things. But (laughs) those are definitely my two top options.
1: Yeah. Which brother plays for the claims? Matthew Kachuk. Okay. He's fun. I like him.
0: Here's the fun thing about Matthew Kachuk is that he has this long-standing feud with Drew Doughty from the (laughs) the Kings. (laughs) Drew Doughty fucking hates him. Like, cannot stand him. Because they go at each other, like, every time they play. It's because Matthew Kachuk is so good at drawing penalties and Drew Doughty is an idiot.
1: Drew Doughty, by the way, has, like, beaten his wife. So we we do not stand.
0: Cancelled. Here's what's funny, though. So the Flames are playing the Kings tonight. And as you know, the Flames have already clinched the number one spot in the West. And the Kings have, I think, either already been eliminated or a point from being eliminated. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk, who is like one of the Flames' top players, is a healthy scratch tonight because they <laughs> don't want him on the ice with Drew Downey.
1: <laughs> yeah, because Drew Downey would like fucking slash his cat. Because he has nothing to
0: lose. Like his season is over. He's going to be golfing like next week. So I just thought that was funny. Anyway, the Flames are really fun. Um, the Knights are also super fun.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong. Hey, Puck Bunnies. It's Sam here. Uh, I'm calling because the New York Rangers are not making the playoffs. It's official. And I, for one, cannot be happier. I hate uh, the New York Rangers as a franchise, an organization, etc. cetera. And I was just wondering because – Uh, You guys seem to basically find something to like in every team. uh, And which teams are you happiest that they're not making the playoffs this year? So curious to hear uh, whose misery, whose hockey misery uh, delights you the most this season. Anyway, uh, great show. Keep up the good work.
0: The Kings. I mean, I'm glad the Kings aren't playing because they're old and boring.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, I don't really have, like, a ton of feelings about the teams that aren't making it. I think it would be really funny if, like, the Blue Jackets didn't make it.
0: That would be objectively hilarious. The teams that, it's just, like, teams that I, like, the Ducks, but also I'm happy the Blackhawks aren't going to make
1: it oh yeah you know i don't know like we talk about this all the time but i'm just like so torn because i legitimately love a lot of the younger players on the blackhawks
0: i think you're allowed to love the younger players and know that like either they're going to be the future of the team or they're going to move on to other better places but also like you got to get through a couple years before you get to that
1: I mean Kane's gonna be on there for at least mm-hmm. four more years so he's he's got like Ovechkin's longevity and Jonathan Taves is great it makes it hard plus it's you know racist so <laughs> there's that <laughs> who else who else isn't it making it that we don't like
0: god there was that brief flickering like flame of hope in me that one week that the penguins weren't gonna make the playoffs
1: by the way do you ever read the comments on the athletic sometimes I swear to God, like every. So I've been reading, like, the Down Goes Brown column.
0: Uh-huh. He's so good.
1: He's so great. Yeah, by the way, Down Goes Brown, come on, Puck Bunnies. <laughs> uh,
0: that, that would be a Oh my God. Sean, come on over.
1: Yeah, other oh, Sean. We already had one Sean. Let's get a new Sean. um So I guess he rasses the penguins a lot in his.
0: But he doesn't even rat. Like, he just. He just
1: states facts. Yeah. And, like, there's like a billion angry penguins fans. God,
0: they're so sensitive.
1: I know. And, like, they're, they're talking about themselves as dark horse cup yeah, contenders. Yeah, the fuck up. I, like, all right. Yeah, real dark.
0: Here's another playoff question that we got this week. Uh, wonderful show. Thank you so much. That was kind. Oh, my
1: God, thanks.
0: Would love to hear a playoff preview, playoff predictions, or cup winner prediction from you all. So I have a couple scenarios. All right, hit me. Here's my, like, scale of scenarios. So see if you agree. Here's my nightmare scenario of the final. The nightmare scenario, the worst case for me, is it's Shark's
1: Lightning. I will kill myself. Would hate that. That will not happen. The The shark's goaltending is not there. Like, it's not going to happen. Unless Martin Jones turns it on. Here's what's slightly more
0: interesting to me. Flames Lightning, I think, would be a good series.
1: Okay. I would like to see the flames, like, make it that far. That'd be, that'd be pretty cute.
0: Here's what would never happen, but you'd really love to see it. Flames Caps Ugh. or Flames Islanders, I think, would be awesome.
1: <laughs> Flames Islanders would be the most... That would be almost more random than the final last year. It's I I, I hate that, like... Like, Tampa Bay is obviously going to be in the final. Unless something
0: really fucked up. Like, unless the Caps suddenly, like, are firing on all cylinders or the Islanders just, like, take off like they haven't yet. And they might... Like, they very well might. That's the thing is I think that, like, there is there is a chance...
1: The other thing is, like, you look at the point differential, and, like, that's not just luck. Mm -hmm. You know, they're 20 points ahead. Right,
0: right, right. And it's also, obviously, right now, more interesting to look at the Eastern Conference and, like, the Mm -hmm. the Metro and the Atlantic, because all those teams are so close. Yeah. There's no talent discrepancy that's as blatant as on the West. We're like, okay, you look at the Western Conference, and you're like, oh, yeah, duh. I mean, it's going to be the Sharks or the Flames or, like, I guess the Knights. Those are the only options going to the final
1: the jets oh fuck i
0: forgot about the jets
1: as i've said on this podcast before big homer for the jets i would love to see the jets make a deep playoff run again
0: in this alternate reality the jets get to the final who would you like to see them play
1: oh man you know it would be really fun what is Jets versus leafs
0: Oh, that's gross! I hate that so much.
1: Don't <laughs> be like the least watched file of all time.
0: <laughs> Two Canadian teams, just okay, okay,
1: okay. But in reality, I think like I don't know, like, Jets versus Bruins, maybe I would. Yeah, Bruins would be fun. I'd like to see the Bruins. I think
0: the Bruins would be really fun
1: because I haven't watched many Bruins games yet. I, I'm going to try to watch a lot during the playoffs. We just They're good. They're
0: them. fun to watch. They just have had bad luck with injuries this year, so. Anyway, I really don't want to see the Sharks play the Lightning.
1: <laughs> I think the real situation is going to be like Bolts versus Flames. I think that's that's what it's looking at. I wouldn't hate it. The Bolts would win in like four games, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, next question.
0: We got a follow-up text to this. That was actually really cute. They said, we live in Tampa and I play a little beer league hockey. My wife, who watches very little hockey, asked if I'm as good as Nikita Kucherov. (laughs) I said, we've never played against each other. But if she watches playoff hockey, which I hope she'll want to do, the Bolts are amazing. I'm ruined. Help.
1: all right well first off you're gonna have to kill your wife step one you're never coming you're never coming back from this one that's pretty embarrassing
0: but also as we just learned nikita Kutrov is 25 years old so your excuse can just be i mean i'm not 25 anymore but like i used to be. i used to be that good also best case scenario the good thing here is that like she'll get hooked on hockey from how good the bolts are and then you guys can hang out and watch hockey together
1: oh my god how cute would that be what a perfect time to get into hockey the playoffs like i did last year
0: thank you guys for calling and texting in i'm glad that we got to everything that's built up over the past two weeks you guys are the best
1: yeah thank you so much for calling and thank you so much for texting and rating us on itunes we love that because we want to be the first thing that that comes up whenever you type puck (laughs) book Oh,
0: we also, okay, there's a couple items of business that we have to get to. Oh,
1: yes, yes. We have business. The
0: first is that we are going to do a Puck Bunnies official Stanley Cuff playoff bracket challenge. So look out for it's that. It's going to be free. It's going to be free, obviously.
1: Because we couldn't figure out how to.
0: We, <laughs> we were like, uh, we could charge like a dollar per person, but also like, who cares, whatever. So look out for the link that that will be coming around uh, maybe by the time this episode is out. Who knows? We'll see. Who's to say? Who's to say? The other. <laughs> it's so stupid.
1: Are you announcing <laughs> our, our trip? <laughs> okay, so every time that Audrey and I talk about what we're about to talk about, we both have like momentary joy blackouts. And Audrey is like having one right now. Like she's having like this happened to be a. This hit.
0: happened to me at work three times today, where I just <laughs> thought about this and started laughing. Um, Christina and I. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> through a, like, honestly, like, very snap decision, on Friday of last week, we decided to p-
0: buy our tickets to Vancouver for the summer.
1: <laughs> Not just a summer vacation, no, but no. for the NHL draft.
0: We are going to Vancouver for <laughs> draft weekend. We are. Like, literally, I can show you the invoice email from Air Canada. Uh We, <laughs> we are going for draft weekend. If you live in Vancouver, we would love to hang out. We are probably going to drag Namita with us. And it's going to be great.
1: No, Namita's definitely coming.
0: We're going to probably do some very stupid shit for like four days straight.
1: We will cause some riots.
0: If you have any recommendations for what we should do, please hit us up and we will probably do some crimes.
1: We're trying to like put together some sort of show with maybe Roxy Fever, our friends over at Roxy Fever, the Canucks only uh, socialist, feminist, (laughs) anti-police podcast. Anti-cop podcast. So we'll try to set some stuff up, but we are very excited and it is real and it is happening. It's real.
0: A lot of people think that we're kidding, but just like they thought that we were kidding about starting this show, we carry out a bit to its full end every time. And that's what we're doing. We cannot stop. We cannot stop.
1: It is an addiction. The
0: train is in motion.
1: Do we have a place to stay yet? No. Do we have plane tickets? Yes.
0: Yes. So that's been the show this week.
1: (laughs) Who knows where we will buy tickets next week? Who knows? Maybe Raleigh. Yeah. Don't forget to call in with your questions or suggestions for next week's episode at 774-318-6952. I cannot promise we'll listen to suggestions, but we will definitely listen to your questions.
0: I'll listen to your suggestions. (laughs)
1: <laughs> follow us on twitter at Puckbunnies underscore pod and instagram at puck pod god no, damn it. No underscore. god
0: i every week i'm like i'm gonna change the handle and i and every week i forget so sorry you know what this it's never is, gonna happen you're, you're gonna let's do be it. realistic it's never gonna happen
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> uh you can support this mess on uh patreon at patreon.com slash puck bunnies no pod no underscore shut the fuck up
0: stop <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Christina.
0: I'm Audrey. And
1: this has been Puck Bunny.
0: Bye, guys. See you next week.
1: Bye. Playoffs,
0: bitch.